Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream And gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme, but we won't be talking about your superstars like your Nathan McKinnons or your Brian Rust here. No sorry, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The stream scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, aka the Cupful. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win. My teams are hanging in there. Hopefully yours are as well. That's pretty much all that we could do these past couple of weeks. It was essentially a battle of which team had less guys miss games, which is never really that fun. It takes the strategy element out of fantasy hockey and makes it pretty much random. And I know I'm biased seeing as how I'm the host of the stream scheme, but the weekly strategy part is what makes fantasy hockey so fun to me. I mean, I've played in some roto leagues and to each their own. If you like roto leagues, more power to you. Uh, they're just not my cup of tea. And weeks like these past two weeks, I felt like I'm in a dumb roto league where spending my ads pretty much always hurts me. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't even been picking up skaters. I'm just using my ads on spot start goalies because I know that I can get the most value out of that. And that's why the stream scheme hasn't been out the last two weeks. Two weeks ago, I wasn't even sure the games were going to be played as they were already postponing that huge busy day that Monday after Christmas. And then last week for those of you that follow me on twitter at nhl stream scheme saw me post that hey listen there was like two guys maybe this week yamamoto rob thomas and that's it because those were the only teams that played two off day games that week and the oilers only played in those two games that whole week it was just a terrible week for streaming and like i told my friend sam on twitter who gave me a little chirp about being scared to make picks I'm like a werewolf that needs to lock himself in a cage on nights on a full moon to protect myself from others. If it's a terrible week for streaming, I'm not going to give out terrible streaming picks. That ain't my style. If there's no good streamers, save your ads, you know. If it means losing out on sponsors, you know, that still have yet to send me my $25 for that one ad that one time, by the way, then so be it. I care much more about each and every one of you, and I'm not going to give out bad picks just for you guys to waste those ads. So that's my spiel. Thanks for sticking with us through the thick and thin, but hey, let's try to have some fun this week, eh? Fantasy hockey has been lame recently, so let's turn that around 
this week, shall we? Now, obviously, this week's episode will be a little bit shorter just because I'm not going to talk about the guys that I picked like three weeks ago. But for those keeping track at home, I actually did have one of my best weeks ever. I was eight for 10, which ties us for the best week ever and brings us to nine and one on the year. Not a big deal. And I'm definitely bummed out about uh, you know, not getting to brag about that week, but hey, onward and upward. But enough pitter-patter, let's get at her. Let's get to the schedules for the upcoming week, starting with Monday, January 10th, 2022. On Monday, we have 10 clubs playing, 16 clubs playing on Tuesday, eh? 6 clubs playing on Wednesday, 22 clubs playing on Thursday, 6 clubs play on Friday, 24 clubs play on Saturday, and just two clubs playing on Sunday. So obviously everything is still very much in the air at this point and can change at a moment's notice. But as of right now, that's what the schedule is looking like. We've got Monday as a slow day, Wednesday as a slow day, Friday as a slow day, Sunday as a slow day, Tuesday it could go either way. It's in that 14 to 16 gray area. So for our purposes, we're saying it's slow. You better believe it. But as always, make sure to double check your lineups on those types of days to be 100% sure that any streamer you do pick up will always be in your starting lineup on those days that he's playing. The best schedule of the week goes to the Colorado Avalanche. They're one of the five teams that plays four times this week. They also have the most off days with three. And not only all of that, but the Avalanche also play the Kraken, the Preds, and the Coyotes twice. So some very favorable opposing netminder matchups there in at least three of their four games this week. So they might be hard to come by on your waiver wire, but we'll try to have at least one or two Colorado streamers this week. Some other teams with a good schedule this week are the Boston Bruins, finally, right? Uh, the Seattle Kraken, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Vancouver Canucks, all of whom are the remaining teams that play four times this week and all have at least two off day games in there for them this week. The worst schedule of the week is a five-way tie between the Calgary Flames, the Edmonton Oilers, the Minnesota Wild, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Winnipeg Jets. All of those teams only play once this week and so typically it makes it super hard to hold guys from those teams but should you? Let's play a quick lightning round of players you should hold from those teams. The Flames hold the top line plus Kuhlman and Shillington. Every other flame I would drop, including Mangiapane, whose magic has finally run out. And I'd drop Rasmus Anderson as well, as it looks like Shillington is going to hold that top power play from here on out as he should. The Edmonton Oilers on Twitter last week, I did say one of the two streamers I'd pick up would be Yamamoto. He did pick up an assist, just saying. But yeah, you're holding on to McDavid, Dreisaitl, RNH, and Hyman on offense, just Nurse on the defense, and drop every other Oiler that you can't fit into your IR. Uh, and yes, technically Tyson Berry is someone who's on IR, but if you can't put him there, I would definitely drop him. He somehow managed to ruin my fantasy teams two years in a row. And I'd also say you can drop pool party at this point, unfortunately, as well. For the wild, at least for Kaprizov managers, you're only missing one game from him this week, right? But yeah, I'd hang on to him, Hartman, Zook, and Fiala and drop any other wild players there. The Vegas Golden Knights, this one might surprise the most people, but I'd get rid of any healthy Golden Knight, not named Stone, Theo, my favorite pet rock, Rangelo, Marcia Show, and that's it. I think you can drop Riley Smith, 
think you can drop Chandler Stevenson, especially those guys in shallower leagues. In a deeper league, I'd maybe try to trade Smith or Stevenson, but you most likely missed your window on selling those guys. For the Winnipeg Jets, I actually would hold pretty much all of the healthy name Jets players right now. Maybe the exception being Josh Morrissey, because he's somehow 50% rostered still. I don't know how. You can definitely drop him. I will also note this could be a good little buy low window on Andrew Kopp. If his manager is in, you know, a must win now mode, then, you know, maybe send that manager a nice little offer for Andrew Kopp. Some other teams with bad schedules this week are the St. Louis Blues and the New York Islanders. They each play just twice this week with both of those games coming on the busy days. There's also the Montreal Canadiens, the New Jersey Devils, and the Ottawa Senators who also only play twice this week, but at least those last three teams have one off day game in there and of course i'm always down to give you guys advice on ads drops trades whatever the case may be feel free to always hit me up on twitter at nhl stream scheme and i'm usually pretty quick with a response for you there so without further ado let's get to the picks for the week for my top streamer forward pick of the week well, I've actually got a twofer for you. It is Eric Halla and Craig Smith of the Boston Bruins. This one was pretty serendipitous for us here at the stream scheme. Not only do the Bruins finally, finally have a good streaming week this week, but it also has conveniently lined up with Boston finally splitting up the perfection line and short sample size here, of course, but it seems to be working for Boston. Pasta seems to have woken up playing with Hall. Congrats if you hung on to Hall all this time. Me, I dropped him two weeks ago, but I'm not bitter about it. Of course I'm not bitter about it. Okay, get off my back. But uh, yeah, it seems to have played out beautifully for our top two streamers here this week in Eric Halla and Craig Smith. If I had to pick one, I'm actually going with Eric Halla couple of reasons one well real stream scheme ogs will remember that eric Halla is actually a friend of the show whereas craig smith has burned us a decent amount of times in the past when boston has had a good schedule and we go i don't know i guess we'll pick up craig smith only for him to do nothing plus Halla seems to be on the hotter line with the aforementioned pasta and hall and you know, he's producing. He's got four points in his last four games for Halla. Craig Smith is on the quote-unquote top line in Boston, playing with Bergeron and Marshawn. But it's been like that for a few games now, and Craig Smith just has two points in his last five games and no points in his last three games, despite Boston scoring 12 goals in their last three games. So if I had to pick one, I'm going with Eric Halla, even in ludicrous streamer Terry at just 2% rostered right now. But I'm also still high on Craig Smith as well, the past be darned. He's only rostered slightly more at 8% rostered right now. So dealer's choice here. If you like rolling with old friends or guys who are hot, I would go Halla. But if you like to hang your hat on guys who have a high DUE, which I can't blame you if you do, then I'd go Craig Smith. My third forward streamer pick this week is JT Comfort of the Colorado Avalanche. Nothing too flashy here. Colorado is a great team. They've got the best schedule of the week against some weak opposition. And JT Comfort is only 8% rostered right now. It's a streamer's delight. Colorado in flight. Boo! Streamer's delight. Boop! 
some people might argue that Logan O'Connor is getting better deployment, to which I would say not for long, my friend, as Valerie Natrushkan should be back any day now. Not too much else to say about that other than JT Comfer is as reliable as they come. He's like a Toyota Corolla or whatever your boring, low-maintenance car of choice may be. He's like that. So, yeah, pick up JT Comfer. <laughs> My fourth forward streamer pick this week is Dennis Gurionov of the Dallas Stars. Now, maybe it's just me, but I think after wins over both the Florida Panthers and the hottest team in the NHL, the Pittsburgh Penguins, I think it's safe to say that the Dallas Stars are heating up at a great time when fantasy managers need them the most during this remaining three-week January stretch. And pop quiz hotshot, which Dallas Star has been the hottest over their last three games? Okay, well, yeah, you guessed it. I suppose I probably should have asked that question before I said my pick was Denis Gurionov, but whatever. It's still a fun fact that you can tell your friends at parties. But yeah, Denis Gurionov has six points over his last three games, and he might be the only hope that Tyler Sagan managers have right now to make their long hold of him worth it. But with Gurionov hot and Sagan at least being somewhat competent at the moment, the Stars have a real actual second line on their hands, and we're here to cash in on that on a week where Dallas actually has a sneaky good streaming schedule this week. They play three times on Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, so two clear off-day games in there. You can even drop someone else after Tuesday to pick up Gurionov for Wednesday, stuff like that. So Gurionov is en fuego right now. His team is just as hot. He's got a good schedule, and he's only rostered right now in just 21% of Yahoo leagues, so a little bit harder of a get, but if he is there, I would definitely pick up Denis Gurionov this week. My fifth forward streamer pick this week is Ilya Mikheyev of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, this may come as a surprise to some, perhaps not to true stream scheme OGs, though they might remember a couple years ago when Mikheyev was on an absolute roll for us until Friggin' that big brat, Jesper Brat, sliced his wrist with a skate, and then he was out, and then the shutdown happened. Yada, yada, yada. He just, last year, then he never had an extended look on the top six, and I don't know. I could be wrong here, could be speaking out of turn. I'm sure there's a ton of Leafs fans that will be happy to let me know if I misspeak about their team, but I love Mikheyev, and he's finally back to getting a chance on the second line in Toronto with Tavares and Nylander. It's taken a bunch of injuries for it to happen, but he's taken full advantage of it. Four points and 17 shots in his last three games for Mikheyev. Now, it's possible that there could be some outjuries that shake up the lines there in Toronto, and I could be off here, but I'm willing to bet that they leave that second line alone because it's clicking and just mix and match, you know, with whoever's playing with Matthews. He'll be fine. I want this... I won't turn this into a Leafs podcast, I promise, but the point is, Mikheyev sticks on that second line in Toronto, at least for the short term, and Toronto has a pretty good schedule this week, playing on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday, so if you can fit him in there on Tuesday, he's definitely worth the add. He's only rostered right now in just 12% of leagues, which is actually kind of surprising. Perhaps that just goes to show how many people in Toronto play fantasy hockey, so shout out to Toronto, but yeah, pick up Ilya Mikheyev this week. Moving on to defense, listen, 
I'm on a time crunch this week. I'm not going to spend a ton of time talking about the defensive streamers this week. They ain't great, but my top defensive streamer pick is Gustav Forsling of the Florida Panthers. Florida plays three times this week with two off day games, and Forsling is just 16% rostered right now and continues to find himself on the score sheet. So I'd pick him up if, you know, not just for this week, but probably long-term as well. I like Forsling over that piece of crap Tyson Berry. Don't get me started on him. My second defensive streamer pick this week is Matt Grizzlick of the Boston Bruins. McAvoy could be back soon, but even if he is, the Bruins still play four times this week, and they're hot, so I still like taking Grizzlick as a defensive streamer pick this week at just 18% rostered. And my last defensive streamer pick is Eric Cernak of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Pretty simple. Just trying to get four games from a defender who's on a hot team. And Cernak is 9% rostered. So if you need a defender this week, I like Forsling, Grizzlick, and Cernak this week in that order. And as a special treat for you guys to uplift your spirits in these otherwise trying times, I'm doing what my legal counsel has strongly advised me to not do under any circumstances. But you know what I told him? I told him to kiss off because I'm the freaking streaming champion of the world and I do what I want. That's right. We're canceling the Shallow League streamer of the week this week. And instead, I'm bringing you two ludicrous dreamers and it definitely has nothing to do with the fact that there are no good shallow league streamers this week not at all don't even check just assume i'm being super generous here and move on so yeah my shallow league streamers of the week is actually a twofer it's marcus johansson and callie yarn of the seattle kraken and i just gotta say I love the Kraken so much. Whenever I go to a team's page to see who all would maybe be eligible in the streamer range from that team, it just makes my heart grow eight times bigger. <laughs> just like the Grinch, whenever I see their whole team is pretty much in streamer range. It's just a beautiful sight to behold. And on weeks like this, where it's not the best streaming week, I am forever grateful for them, and I guess I can't be too surprised. You know, Seattle didn't play at all this past weekend. They really only have Everly, who probably was the only one who deserved to be rostered through a week like that. But now the Kraken are a back-in, and they've had some lines shift around as well with the injuries to Turbo and Schwartz. That's resulting in a top line of Everly, McCann, and Marjo. So that's why if I did have to pick one between Marjo and Yarncroak, I would definitely go Johansson, but don't sleep on Yarncroak. He's just one line back playing with Gordon Blackwell as well on that second line, and both Johansson and Yarncroak are on the top power play right now in Seattle, so can't really go wrong either way here, not to mention the Kraken have one of the best schedules of the week, playing four times with two off-day games in there. They're both ludicrous streamers, so you already know they're available pretty much everywhere at just 1% rostered apiece. So pick up Marcus Johansson and Callie Yarncroak this week. So there we have it. To recap our streamers for the week starting on Monday, January 10th, 2022 are the following. Forward streamers, Eric Holla, 
Craig Smith, eh. JT Comfort, Dennis Gurionov, and Ilya Mikhaev. Defensive streamers Gustav Forsling, Matt Grizzlick, and Eric Cernak. Our Shallow League streamer of the week is no one, and our ludicrous streamers of the week are Marcus Johansson and Callie Yarncrow. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server. Check out the Stream Scheme channel over there, or you can find me on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme, and make sure to follow our cousins Ben and Lewis at Short Shifts, and obviously at Keeping Carlson, and tune into their Megapod every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you everyone for listening, and don't forget what the great Paul Correa once said, the future belongs to those who believe in their streams. See you.